Praise the Lord from Pastor Strader at Lighthouse Church. Thanks for connecting with us through our podcast. Our prayer is that it's a blessing to you as we try to reach, equip, and mobilize Jesus' name disciples in Apache Junction, Arizona, and the surrounding region. Enjoy today's podcast and come back often. God bless you. We love you. Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 14. I will not keep you long. I promise that because I know that, again, we are uh, have a long day and some are not feeling 100%. I believe it's just weariness. Um, just, just, you know, when you do what we've done this past week, you're naturally going to be a little weary. And I am myself, but I, I felt God speak something into my spirit on the way to church this morning, and that's what I'm going to preach tonight. Amen. Second Corinthians 4, verse 14 and 18. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you for all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many rebound or redound in the glory of God for which cause we faint not but though we though our outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day for our light affliction which is but for a moment everybody say praise God, praise God. worketh for us a far more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor tonight and uh, tell them it's going to be worth it all. Now turn to your other neighbor and tell them, it's going to be worth it all. Now, if they didn't believe you, give them a high five and say, it's going to be worth it all. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated tonight. It is going to be worth it all. I love that song that we will probably sing before this service ends. But I love that song, it is going or it's going to be worth it all. Some beautiful, happy day. It's going to be worth every mile, every heartache, and every trial. Anybody ever had a headache, a heartache? Anybody ever had a couple long miles in your life? Praise God, every hand ought to be lifted. It's going to be worth it all some beautiful, happy day. It is going to be worth it all. As we, God gave this message to me this morning, but as we were putting together and, and Taylor had that, uh, that saw and, and she was, you know, like a carpenter 
destroying the, uh, a home in which uh, Angela and Taylor just built. And I saw Sister Angela tearing off of there very carefully, I might add, uh, very carefully uh, this, this paper. And I saw people sweeping and I saw uh, people carrying in chairs and, and uh, uh, struggling to get this organ back in place without destroying it again. And all of the things that we do just for vacation Bible school throughout the week, I saw as the Gissels, they were here, and as all of our, our teachers and, and group leaders and, and the saints of God, and I, and I don't mean to mention names because everybody who was here was a part, I thank you for that, but I, I just got to thinking, you know, uh, this is a lot of work. <laughs> It's a lot of work. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of, of effort. It's always been a lot of work. There have been people who have, that have done this before us. There are those that are here tonight that have done and led these types of events successfully and, and have done it with excellence and have done it well without complaint. They have just given, not just of, of time, but of their own personal finances. And, and uh, as we were cleaning these things up, and as, yes, it is, it's heartbreaking to tear some of these things down. In fact, uh, it's kind of always suggested whenever these beautiful things are built, why don't we just keep it? like this for a few weeks and, and kind of enjoy it for a little bit longer. But as we began to tear these things down, God spoke to me so clearly and reminded me what He spoke this morning on the way to, to service or to vacation Bible school. And He simply said this, it's going to be worth it all. Every event that we have so carefully planned and so uh, would try with wisdom and with prayer to pray about, to be prayerful and to be uh, intentional about. And we've taken time off work. We've invested dollars and sweat, blood, sweat, and tears. And even Brother Francisco has a piece of his finger out here in the backyard, in the back way, because he have, some of his finger was tore off from doing our, our work yesterday. And, and I, it's going to be worth it all. I could go down the line, probably you could go down your own personal of all the things that you have done for the kingdom of God and all of the sacrifices, in quotations if you will, that you have done for the kingdom of God. And, and you know what? Sometimes you look around and you don't see a lot of uh, direct fruit of some of those things, of every all the endeavors, but I can assure you, saint of God, uh, that it's going to be worth it all someday. You may not see all the fruit right in front of you, but there is a day, a beautiful day that is coming that there will be children in heaven because of a vacation Bible school. There will be young people in heaven because there was a youth ministry. There will be ladies in heaven because of ladies' ministry. There will be men in heaven because of men's ministry. There will be elders in heaven because of things like senior moments. There will be people in heaven because because there was somebody that said it's not about me. It's not about what I want to do. It's about the kingdom. And it's going to be worth it all. Can I tell you, don't be weary in well-doing. Keep on decorating. Keep on cleaning the church. Keep on planning the events of outreach because it's going to be worth it all. I don't care what your flesh tells you. Keep on moving forward. Keep on singing. Keep on beating the drums. Keep on playing the organ. Keep on playing the piano. Keep on singing. Keep on clapping. Get the bass up. Get the electric the guitar on and let's have revival.
have. It's going to be worth it all. Can you lift your hands and thank God that we've got a promise. We've got a promise. Oh, trust me, I have been there. I have been there when it seems, man, I've, we've done all of this planning, this service, and it just really didn't seem like we had the breakthrough that we really kind of anticipated or, or maybe even a revival that, man, we put all this work or this event, and, man, not everybody showed up, and, and you know, we're kind of just let down personally. But can I just encourage you the way God God has encouraged me. It's not what you are building here. We're not here building barns and more barns and stocking them with things. But there is a place called heaven that every person that comes into this church, from the youngest to the eldest, from the richest to the poorest, from the ones that have it all to ones that have nothing, we are opening up an opportunity from them to meet Jesus. And they may be in heaven because a church called the Light house church open up the come on somebody it's let's keep the main thing the main thing it's gonna be worth it all it's gonna be worth it all Oh, sometimes, and I'm not, I'm not throwing any, I'm not saying, I know we've kind of made fun of this today, and I know there's some things that's jokes and whatnot, and I understand that, and all those people that joked are here tonight, but what I'm, what I'm, not, I'm not attacking you personally, trust me, but can I tell you what the enemy would love for us to do? He, he, he kind of laughs, I believe, when we kind of get in this mode of, well, we ought to just go home, we ought to just, we ought to just kind of less service, less church, overall, I'm talking about in the grand scheme of things, not just one here time. I'm talking about in the grand scheme of things. We need to kind of do less. But can I tell you that is simply not scriptural. It is not the will of God. It is not the intention of the word of God. He said, gather yourselves together more, more. Not just for service on Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday, but gather yourselves together. Oh, I'm weary. I tell you what, there's a lot of Monday nights. There's a lot of Monday night prayer meetings that I, I get up around five, say, man, around five o'clock. I sure would like to take a nap right now. There's a whole lot of things that I could do. I, we're, we're, we're planning for Bangladesh. We got to pack. We got to get things going. I have not one piece of clothing packed in my suitcase because we've been at vacation Bible school all week. There's some things we need to go buy. buy. It's going to rain every day, Sister Wasman. I got to go buy a travel umbrella. I'm going to tell you what, it's going to happen. I'm gonna, it's going to take care of itself. Uh, God will make a way for us to get, take. Oh, I'm not missing service. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here as long as God's given me the strength to be here. And it's going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth Come on, directors. When you're feeling a little weary, I'm encouraging you. It's going to be worth it all. I know how it can get whenever you get weary. You kind of do the same thing time, over and over. You kind of do the same thing. It seems like, man, I, we're just not making any progress. But can I tell you, as long as what you're doing is in the will of God, keep on doing it. Keep on moving. Keep on doing whatever it is you're doing. And one day it's going to be worth it all. 
Paul and, and uh, Barnabas encouraged us, the, the saints, to continue in the faith in Acts 14, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue. Somebody say continue. In the faith, they said don't quit, don't stop, but we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. That is the spirit that we need to have today. No matter what comes my way, I'm making it to the pearly gates. No matter what comes against me or my family, we're making it to heaven. You've got to have that attitude. You've got to say, there, there's, I was talking to somebody just a couple weeks ago. There are some things in our life that need to be absolutes. And let me tell you one of those absolutes in my life. We are making it to heaven. I've got to make it to heaven. My children have got to make it to heaven. And I've got to have the hand of my wife as we march through the pearly gates, if you will. They've got to make it to heaven. Whatever we got to do to make that happen, that's what we will do. First Peter 1 says that in heaviness through manifold temptations and that the trying of your faith, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. And Peter tells us also, don't be surprised when you suffer. Don't be surprised when some things happen to you. He said, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you can I tell you saint of God it ought not surprise you when you're going through hell fire it ought not surprise you when you're going through a trial you, what we've got to do I know it's hard sometimes but what we've got to do is we've got to get our hands held up to God we got to lift our hands toward heaven and we got to say Lord I'm in a trial but it's going to be worth it all one day I'm a little weary and weak right now but it's going to be worth it all one day amen Peter tells us don't be surprised and, I, and you know sometimes I, I've said this to myself and you know what it is true and some people say well I'm going through a trial right now and I just don't know if I'm going to make it and, and you know you provide words of encouragement but there's something inside me that wants to say hey there's some good news about your trial and they say, oh, I'm excited to hear this good news about my trial. And I'm going to say, good, I've got good news for you. The good news is that when this trial is over, there's another trial coming. <laughs> oh, just because you get through this trial doesn't mean that you're done, Sister uh, Rosie. I'm telling you, there's another trial, isn't there? Uh, there's another trial up the road that's coming down. Uh, and no, I'm not a pessimist. Uh, no, don't call me Eeyore tonight. Uh, it's just that I found God's word to be absolutely true. Uh, God takes us through some flames and some floods. Uh, he takes us through some disappointments and disasters. Uh, we live in a fallen world. Uh, our lives are filled with blessing and peppered with pain sometimes heavily peppered unbelievably peppered and God works a ton of good in us through our suffering through our suffering he produces humility perseverance compassion and Christ like character in us he makes us to depend on him weans us from the love of this world and makes us long for heaven there was something said by brother Gibbs and I've got a message separately from this but it just came to my mind he said whenever he got a diagnosis of his sickness that was cancer the first thing that he did they went into the church and they what Brother Gissel they began to pray naturally you would begin to pray can I tell you that's what a trial will do to you it will get you on your knees 
Oh, be careful when you start walking. I'm not saying he got that because he walked away from God. But what I'm saying, when you're feeling a little weak and weary or pulled or disconnected, just know if you're praying, God, get me closer to you, just know that sometimes it's going to take some trial. It's going to take some floods. It's going to take some pressure to get us closer to the, the kingdom of God. So don't be surprised by it. But in all things, rejoice, give him praise. The best thing God does in our affliction now lies ahead. According to 2 Corinthians 4 and 17, he said, this word, this is the word of God, not me. For our light affliction. Now put that in perspective. I'm not calling your affliction light. I'm not calling your affliction a a, a molehill. I'm not calling your affliction not a lot of pain because surely there are some things that we have gone through. Surely some things that we are going through that we would not define as light. But the word of God is using the word light because it's in context to the greater picture. He says for our light affliction which is but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceedingly and eternal weight of glory. This is how Jesus gives you and I hope and it gets me through the day. It is knowing that someday in heaven I will be blown away comparing the weight of glory to the small afflictions that I went through. It means that when you walk into the kingdom of God and you hear the gates click behind you and you look at the glory of heaven you're going to look back and you're going to say man every event was nothing in comparison to the glory of God every time I got my clothes on and came to the house of God is nothing of a sacrifice in comparison to the glory of God every Bible study every message preacher every time prayer warrior you prayed every time faster you fasted when you walk into the kingdom of God that slight affliction it it was heavy then It it was monstrous then but when we get to that have that place called heaven we're going to see Jesus and we're going to be in awe and that affliction that once was deterring come on somebody get with me tonight that affliction that was once deterring you that had you weighted down it's going to be light it's going to be light put your hands together if you want to go to heaven tonight We go through big time pain here. I know some serious sadness, some serious sickness, some persecution and hurt. But when we get to heaven, we'll have mountainous rewards. We'll say what in the world is the mountain of glory for we're going to get to heaven and you're going to walk to your mansion Sister Peters and you're going to look at your mansion and you're going to say goodness why in the world would God create this type of mansion for me you're going to get a crown of glory and it's going to be put on your head and you're going to think by the way why in the world is this crown so precious and so beautiful and so precious And the Lord is going to say, that is for every time you went through a trial and you stuck it out. That is your man. 
fortune for every time you could have gave up you kept on going that is for every time you were sick and the devil tried to deter you you put your foot down and you say my family will make it my family that's for every time that you woke up early in the morning or you woke up late at night and you were just in prayer and you were intercession prayer that's for every time you came to service for pre-service prayer and you prayed like it was your last time come on somebody it's gonna be worth it all it's gonna be worth it all can we lift our hands right now it's gonna be worth it all some beautiful beautiful happy day oh and when he says that to us we'll look back at Jesus and say what but that was nothing compared to this 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 mountain of glory makes my suffering here on earth seem like a grain of sand I know it's big now I know it's heavy now I know the trial seems fiery now and it seems like you're not going to make it through but saint of God friend of mine hear me tonight it's going to be worth it all when we are dancing around the throne of God every trial you've ever gone through every time you've been pressured to quit every time you felt the pain of this world it's going to seem just like a grain of mustard it's going to be a light of he said in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you can I just remind us tonight that there are mansions there there are some pearly gates there there are streets of gold there I was reminded before service of that story that I've heard I think it was even said here not too long ago where a man went to heaven and he had to bring his bag of gold with him and he went there to St. Peter and St. Peter said what's that bag for? What do, you have, what do you have in your bag? And he said well I couldn't leave my gold the most precious the most precious thing on earth it was what drove our economy I worked day and night for this gold I sold, I bought and sold for this gold I, 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 I missed some things at church for the gold I, I, I kind of struggled with the things of God because of the gold and he said well let me see what's in your bag and he opens it up and St. Peter looks at the man and says oh you've brought asphalt to heaven let me tell you tonight there is nothing on this earth that you are going to take to heaven with you except for what you give and you invest into your soul it is going to be worth it all can I tell you every time you've sacrificially given I know there are some here that you've dipped down into the last dollar the last penny there are some elders that have been a part of this church that the reason we're in this building tonight is because they mortgaged their home because they sold some things and they give what they gave when they did not have to give they drove vehicles that were just A to B type vehicles but they gave it anyhow there are some people here tonight 
where you give sacrificially uh, even when you don't have it. Uh, but you hear me, uh, all saints of God, uh, under the sound of my voice, uh, and those that have gone by the way of the grave, uh, you hear me tonight? Uh, it is going uh, to be worth it all. Oh, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Give me this whole world. Can you say it with me? Give me the Give me Jesus. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Say it right. You can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. That's why. When God prompts me, and I know many of you, when God prompts us to give of our finances or give of our time, there are so many that are willing to say, yes, I'll do it. Because you know what? It's going to be worth it all. I'm here to give. I'm here to serve. I'm here to win the lost. I'm not here to build up bigger buildings. I'm not here to have a fat retirement policy. I'm here to win the lost. Oh God, Hebrews 10 said, Cast out not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God you might receive the promise. I've got to quickly cover this and I may preach this later but can I tell you that the, you cannot listen to the voice of the enemy. So many times those who serve and who it seems like they just keep on keeping on. You, you, you keep on teaching that class time and time again. You keep on singing time and time again. You keep on praying. You keep on giving. You keep on fasting. You keep on being faithful. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on. You just keep on being a good, faithful child of God, the best that you can be. But I'm going to tell you, there's a voice of the enemy that will become about and Satan would have you believe a host of lies about your life and about your trials and about your affliction. He'll begin to tell you it's too painful. He'll begin to tell you it's too difficult. He'll begin to tell you it's too long. He'll begin to tell you it's unfair. He'll begin to tell you it's not worth it. He'll begin to tell you you're all alone. you got really nobody in your corner. And the list goes on on these lies because you are investing. You're pouring out yourself to the things of God. And it just seems like there's no refreshing for your soul. You just keep on giving. You just keep on being faithful. And the enemy, that voice comes and He'll begin to lie to you. But you hear this, hear me tonight. The voice of Satan sounds a whole lot like your voice. If you've ever been to an Easter play or you've been to one of those times, I can't remember what they call it. Uh, Yeah, the judgment house. Anybody ever been to one of those? Uh, or uh, a couple of you have been, but you've been to an Easter play, and and you know they they began to they began to talk about the devil, and they began to use you know all the eerie sounds that you can think, the satanic sounds, and they make the devil sound like even in some of those Carmen uh, uh, songs years ago. Man, Satan sound like an evil man, and like uh, you know scary, and and man, I'm gonna tell you if the voice of the devil sounded like that, you would never listen to it. Because if you have any sense in that at all, you're going to be like, that's the devil. 
You ain't got to have a whole lot of Holy Ghost at all to know that's, that's, that's evil. I'm not listening to that. That's why we've got to have the Holy Ghost because Satan's voice sounds a whole lot like the voice you're most comfortable with, and that is your voice. We find in World War II the Japanese had organized propaganda that they used against their enemies. The Nazis had organized propaganda that they used against the Allied, their, their enemy forces. And the Japanese propaganda was not done in Japanese. The German propaganda was not doing it in German because they knew that if they were going to be effective in what they were saying to their enemy, they would have to say it in the language of the people they were trying to conquer. Can I tell you the devil sounds a whole lot like you. His objective is to know what you do, how you respond, how you speak, how you talk, and he'll try to talk to your mind to convince you to give up. He'll talk lies into your mind saying it's not worth it. He'll talk lies into your mind that you're all alone. He'll talk lies into your mind that you might as well just throw in the towel. He'll talk lies in your mind trying to tell you that this trial is going to destroy you. But can I tell you, you've got to know that when you hear these evil things, these evil thoughts that are coming from hell. You've got to know what to do. You've got to call on the name of Jesus because it sounds a whole lot like what you think. It sounds comfortable because it sounds like your voice, but there's got to be something inside of your spirit that says, I rebuke that enemy in the name of Jesus. I don't need to go anywhere. I need to be in the will of God. It's going to be worth it all. Sister Wasm, as you come, let's all stand tonight. It is going to be worth it all. Oh, Mm. Let's just begin to pray right now where you're at. It's going to be worth it all, church. Come on, saint of God, it's going to be worth it all. Don't be weary in well-doing. I know you're maybe weary in your body tonight, but be encouraged in the presence of God. Be encouraged in your spirit that what you, the, the way that you're walking, the footsteps that you're moving forward in, the, the areas of investment that you are making, it is not going to be for naught, but one of these days we're going to get a crown of glory. But you got to understand that when we get this crown, we're going to be so in awe that the Bible says that we're going to cast it. We're going to begin casting at the feet. Because, hey, all of these afflictions, they mean absolutely nothing to me now. They were once discouraging me. Those afflictions will be cast at the feet of Jesus. It's going to be worth it all. He kind of let me just put it this way if I had to use one phrase for tonight when it all comes down to it and you walk into heaven just listen to me you will not be disappointed 
You will not be disappointed. You'll say, man, oh, thank God that I invested that time. Thank God that I was faithful. Thank God that I gave like I gave. Thank God that I prayed like I prayed. Thank God that I worshiped like I worshiped because it is worth everything that I gave. As I was preparing this tonight, Brother Caldwell didn't even know what I was preaching. He didn't know the title, didn't know anything about it. But he said, you know, we were thinking about how good God is. We were talking, man, we're so blessed. And he said this comment, I know he said it before, but it was just so right in perfect timing. He said, I don't feel like I've sacrificed anything. I, I, I don't feel like I've sacrificed anything. Can I tell you, anybody feel that way tonight? If you feel that way tonight, you're primed for heaven. Because when we get to the pearly gates, I feel like I didn't sacrifice anything. I've got a mansion. I've got Jesus. Oh, Let's sing it. It's gonna be worth it all. It's gonna be worth it all. It's gonna be worth it all. Some beautiful, happy day. It's gonna be worth every long mile, every heartache, and every trial. It's gonna be worth it all. Some beautiful, happy. Come on, let's come to the front. Let's worship. Be worth it all. Somebody, you need to be encouraged tonight. You need to rejoice because you it's gonna be worth it all. Come on, you're gonna make it. 